0: good evening and welcome to the table on air your primary source for learning about what's new what's happening and what's what in black lgbtq plus culture for those that don't know i'm your host darius caffey and i thank you for showing up to this space we're about to get real real a little deep and maybe a little teary but we're gonna have some fun so stick around for the ride we have a special guest joining us today who has recently joined the founder group chat as an entrepreneur. But for now, here's the latest and greatest in this week's Black Report. So I was reading a book the other day titled It's About Damn Time by Arlen Hamilton, a Black gay entrepreneur and venture capitalist, when I came across a quote that stopped me in my tracks. It read, self-belief alone will not achieve your goals, but achieving your goals without self-belief will be almost impossible. Now I'm going to say that again for the folks in the back that ain't hear me because when I first read it, I needed to read it twice to hear it. So listen up. Self-belief alone will not achieve your goals, but achieving your goals without self-belief will be almost impossible. Can I get an amen? Now, when I first read this quote, I immediately thought about our table and I thought about us, you, me, and all of our guests, the team of folks who helped put this all together because we're no longer alone in believing in ourselves. We created this table to be a space where you're not just celebrated, you're believed in. And if you haven't heard it recently, I believe in you. But that's just a piece of it. For those that have been there before, you know how important visibility is to us and how much we care about shining a light on our community members, supporting them as they achieve their goals. So, thinking about spaces that celebrate people, our table, let's talk about the Trans Youth Joyzine. The joint project between the Gender Justice Leader Program and the Transgender Law Center recently wrapped up their submission call for the spring 2023 collection of joyful, uplifting content by and for the trans community. The publication only provides space for youth to express their identities it validates it to. Another space of celebration that we can't forget about is E3 Radio. If you've ever had a chance to tune in, then you know that host Anna Deshaun is always sharing the highlights of the culture, but recently, they got their own highlight. Their queer news segment recently won an award, y'all, at the Ambeast for the best DIY podcast. I send a huge shout out and round of applause to Anna for all the hard work her and the team are doing over there at E3, because a win for one is a win for all. And damn it, I know that win feels good. When you've worked so hard for something and are finally given the flowers or opportunity that you deserve, it means everything. Even if it's a small step in your journey, the wins mean everything. I hope that as you take life day by day, that you continue to find spaces of community so that you don't have to believe in yourself alone. But if you ever feel like you can't, remember that you always have a space at our table because we believe in you and want to see you win. That's a wrap on our Black Report with Q U E. And until next week, keep finding ways to celebrate yourself. Joining us as a guest today, y'all, we have mental health expert, entrepreneur, a friend of mine, and founder of the Hustle app, Reginald Edwards. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to hop right into it because I know a busy man (laughs) when I see one and a busy man always has a million things going on in his life. So let's dive into it. Let's do it. Let's Let's do it. it. Let's do it. So, as I said before, you are a mental health expert. You've been working in the field of mental health and mental wellness for a while. Can you explain a little bit about what that journey has looked like for you being this amazing person and human being that continues to show up for others? And now, you know, you're taking the next steps and figuring out what that means for yourself long term and how to blend those parts of your life together.
1: Most definitely. So my mental health journey started earlier um, in my life. My mom was one of um, the reasons I got into mental health. Um, She believed in me having a therapist as a young child. She allowed me to have a safe space and an open space to be able to just discuss my feelings, my emotions. She might not have agreed with everything, but she allowed me the the space to have it. So as I got older, I realized that um, a lot of people didn't have that space. Um, so I wanted to be somebody to to help other people um, and create a space to where they had that safe opportunity to express their feelings and emotions. Yeah. And in the times we're in today, we need it's more. It's powerful. Yeah, we need more safe spaces. Yeah. Uh, and i'm glad i can be a part of something like that
0: yeah i am too and like you said we need more spaces like that we need more people Mm -hmm. who are not just doing the work but are intentionally showing up to these spaces and you know leaning into it because that's really what it takes it takes a a little bit more of us to lean into it Mm -hmm. to be able to support those around us who really do need a lot of that you know additional wraparound support so i'm grateful for you to be doing what you're doing to, you know, support our people because it's not a lot of us that, you know, have that time and space to intentionally have these conversations or, you know, go out and figure out what kind of resources or tools people need. So it's important, you know, that I'm continuously reiterating that it's important for us to do this work. So I'm really glad that you have found a way to, you know, do that as an adult and continue that that story and you know that heartfelt mission that your mom instilled in you when you were younger is showing up in so many different ways most definitely most definitely and
1: I'm, I'm happy because I get the opportunity to work with all different ages mm. um and all different backgrounds um so that helps me just helps help the world a little bit more and just bring a little light to everybody else so yeah. so yeah
0: so thinking about the work that you've been doing in the mental health field as i said before you are also a founder of an app and have been diving more into the business development scene you know how does your working experience in the mental health field inform what you're currently doing or the new you know journey that you're embarking on
1: most definitely so one of the so hustle app is something i created me and my partner lucas uh, we created it for young entrepreneurs or really anybody who was interested in um, bringing um, a better profit or having a better understanding of their profits with their their small business. Mm -hmm. So in regards to to mental health and how it's kind of relatable, Um, a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs, they get stressed out. Um, especially when starting a business, starting a business is not easy at all. Starting this app was not easy at all. Uh, so just being able to create that opportunity for how can I, lessen the stress of somebody who is starting a business and maybe who doesn't even know anything about financial literacy um that was my main that was my main goal my main objective i want to make it easier for everybody else because i want everybody to be great in what they do especially when starting a business so that's kind of how it all started with the the hustle app um and that's kind of how the the mental health aspect this is involved in that
0: so what was your breaking point for that what was it that got you thinking like I need to make this app right now. I see a gap in the market, a whole a problem that needs to be solved. And even just thinking about your, you know, mental health practice, seeing how that leans into this as well. What was that point for you?
1: Most definitely. So I have two things. One, um, I have friends that constantly are um beginning new businesses. Yeah. And so is it inspiring yeah, to you? Very inspiring. Yeah. But at the same time they weren't quite sure about how they were bringing in a a good profit or they weren't, they didn't really have the financial literacy and they would come to me and I'm just like, I I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So I started just thinking of different ways. Like, how can I help them? What can I do? And that's how the the hustle app got developed. Another way is uh, with me being a mental health therapist, I have to make sure my books are at, I'm collecting the 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 right checks and my the checks are the checks are being uh, deposited in my account correctly, so I needed something better to to make sure that I was bringing in the amount that i I thought I was uh bringing in so that's those are the two main reasons why I created hustle app
0: so, so. you Essentially, saw a need for this business for other people, Mm -hmm. and also got the idea to just do your own thing. Uh, Most definitely, most definitely. Crazy to me, just seeing and you know seeing, like you said, so many people around me starting these businesses and these new ventures and embarking on these you know business new business journeys. And seeing just how a small idea can just expand so much—it literally come a physical thing. It literally, it
1: literally thing. was a, just a thought in my brain, but to actually have it out there mm-hmm. on the app store, on the Google Play Store, yeah. it's like, wow, this is literally just a thought in my head, yeah. and now it's actually something I can hold, and actually something I can visualize, and, yeah. and actually see. Um, so it's kind of creative, and it's kind of it's kind of dope to me to just be able to see my work. Um, working. So, so yeah.
0: Well, congratulations on that. That's a huge accomplishment. I know it's been out for a little bit of time, but I just know that I'm proud of you for doing that because it really that. is a huge accomplishment that a yeah. lot of people, you know, are figuring out, they are in different stages of that journey, but mm-hmm. you've been able to do it and it's been out there. So how has that been, you know, having it be on the market and having, you know, some feedback come in from different people who might've been using, it. I know I got it on my phone, yeah. so I know other people might have it on their phone. Yeah. So what is that, you know, being, being a founder creator of this app and actually having a product, you know, that people use. Um, it's-
1: Really inspiring. Um, that's the first thing that came to my mind when you asked that question because people come to me like, hey, how do I, how do, I do this? Or your app has been really helpful in, in, in getting my business started. Right. So that has been very motivating. But if I can keep it real with you, it's also been kind of hard as well because not only do I have my app and then I'm also a mental health therapist and I also work a typical nine to five job, yeah. it's hard sometimes managing all three at, at one time. So while, while it's, it's, very, it's been very inspiring and very beneficial to a lot of people, I'm just trying to find balance and also make sure my mental health is being yeah. balanced out, yeah. managing. Um, takes all, practice. It does. It does take practice. It does. <laughs> uh, creating, creating boundaries mm-hmm. um, within all three things that I do, um, but while you're also helping make sure everybody's getting the, the best benefits of the app
0: so how do you do that because i know for myself that that's something that i'm continuously trying to learn how to do better at is establishing those boundaries and sticking to them like myself sticking Mm -hmm. to my own boundaries and then me doing that reinforcing them for other people so how have you found balance in setting those boundaries sticking to them and making sure other people are not only aware of those boundaries but they're following them as well
1: so i have become stronger in my nose. And that has really helped.
0: Can you say I, that again?
1: <laughs> I, yeah, no, for real. I've become stronger <laughs> in my nose because I have, so now on my calendar, um, I have a thing of, I have FOMO sometimes really bad, fear of missing out. Yeah. So, but over the years, I I get better with that because I was like, I'm I'm going to burn out from anything, just from having fun with friends, I can burn out with that. From working nine to five, I can get burnt out with that. Sometimes just being a mental health therapist, I get burnt out with that. So I had to create a way where, I'm not losing my own mental health and make sure I have those boundaries. So one of the things that I do now is I create days in my calendars where I have no days. I can say no to anybody, anything mm. that I want to. Okay. Um, and it, it's been beneficial. So uh, this weekend, no, last weekend was my no weekend. Mm. So Relaxing. that weekend, yeah, exactly. And doing whatever I want to do, whether that's just going for a bike ride, mm. Um, or just walking my dog and just staying outside, um, something that's beneficial to me, so I can like recharge because yeah. that's important. I can only be my best self if I if I have that that full battery. So my nose have been stronger, and I'm proud of that. And it, yeah. it and it has helped with my uh, my boundaries.
0: And it's hard saying no to people. I don't know for for, for it you, is hard for you, no to but for me is. sometimes it's hard saying it no, is. especially with that FOMO. if You're <laughs> missing out, yep. and just especially Chicago, it's getting nice outside. Like y'all know uh, that when the weather get good, like we just want to be outside shy. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's, yeah. it's hard sometimes figuring out when to say no mm-hmm. and how often to say no yeah. as well. And, you know, you also understand the capacity. I think sometimes we forget how much energy or effort it takes to do things. Mm-hmm. And we say yes and sign up and we just keep going and going. And yeah. Those no's are important. So I'm glad that you built that, you know, that boundary within your schedule not just within interaction with people yeah but to be like no this is my weekend for me yeah and this is what I'm taking I'm reclaiming I'm recharging and nobody else is coming to interrupt
1: that 100% I need it I need it one of the, one of the things that really helps me is when my friends or my loved ones say no to me mm. because they're tired or they need a break I'm like if they can do it I can do it let me let me start saying no let me start making sure my voice is being heard and and setting those boundaries as well, it's, it's just that you're just as important, you know, and you have to remember that as well.
0: Yeah, as well. I agree. I actually have been on this new kick of reemphasizing, you know, how important rest is mm-hmm. for me. And I've had that conversation with, you know, people that I work with as well is that we have to do this together. Mm-hmm. We have to continue to not just take our own time, but encourage other people to take their time, too. Most definitely. And I, I love that, that that's something that you're doing, you know, checking in with your friends, also I mean, letting them know. Yeah if you're tired, let me know.
1: And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We can always,
0: you know, come back to this another yes. day, another time. Yes. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. So how has that been saying no to people? Do you still feel like you miss out on things?
1: I have missed out on okay. things I have, um, but it also been beneficial. What's meant for me is meant for me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was, if I was supposed to be there, then, you know, I, I would be there yep. if, if I had to say no and I missed out on something, maybe I, I just take it as maybe I wasn't supposed to be there it's getting better i have lost some friends in the in the in the friends yeah just from saying no and setting those boundaries because a lot of people aren't used to their friends saying no to them or their loved ones saying no to them Mm -hmm. especially when you have fomo really bad it's like but now it's like I have the people in my life that I have now and I'm blessed and I feel good. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy about that. So my that. nose, my nose has been helpful. helpful. Good, so
0: good. people be thinking I got too much access to you.
1: Yeah. One of the reasons I don't have an iWatch, I was just uh, Apple Watch because I'm like, I can't, I can't. It's too much access. Yeah. Like people can't have that much access to me. They can't. You know, so it's, imp- it's important. I look out for myself as well. That's good. And I encourage everybody to look out for your, themselves. It's really important. It is. So.
0: Y'all ain't heard nothing else from this conversation. Rest <laughs> is important. Take yes. your days, say yes. no to people. Yes. Always. <laughs> so with all that you do mm-hmm. and balance and rest, how have you found balance in your founding the app, working a nine to five, and having your own mental health practice? Because you're doing a lot of amazing things, but I know sometimes you got to figure out, you know, what to focus on. So how has that been for you finding that adjustment in your life as a new entrepreneur?
1: Most definitely. So not only do I have, even though I'm getting over my FOMO, but now I picked up an addiction of traveling a little bit Mm -hmm. too much. Uh, Is that a bad addiction? It's... it's, the, be. It, my pockets, if you heard in my pockets, yeah. but it's okay because it also allows me to recharge and just, and just relax, um, going out the country and, and, or going to another state, especially somewhere with some water and some, some nice white sand, mm-hmm. it feels good. And it, it recharges me. And when I come back, I'm like, okay, good. That That's, that's what I needed to get back into the game and to get back to, to make my Collecting the bag, I love I love a nice bag. Period. So um, that has really been beneficial. Vacations and just sometimes just chilling, just chilling at home and cutting my phone off yeah. um, has been very beneficial as well.
0: Hi, I'm Ugo Balta, host of Three Questions. With this week, Darian Crawford of Urban Growers Collective is our guest.
1: We aim to give communities the colors access to nutrient dense food through volunteer opportunities, workshops, hands on trainings.
0: Join us this Wednesday at 7.30 in the evening on CanTV19, CanTV.org, and on the brand new Can TV Plus app. We talk a lot about rest mm-hmm. and boundaries. What does that look like when you feel the need to lean back into your community and bring them into the things that you're doing?
1: Allowing myself to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I had to practice that, especially as a mental health therapist. I can't teach i can't tell people to be vulnerable in their space and to be able to lean on their friends if i wasn't doing it mm-hmm. so creating a space with my friends where i'm allowed to be vulnerable and allowed to where i'm able to say no to my friends and they and they'll and they understand mm-hmm. has been very beneficial um, to, to my growth as a person and to just work in general that um, has
0: been very beneficial do you feel like they understand or are understanding a little bit more the people
1: i have in my life now they understand okay and that's 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 what matters they understand and i also understand when they tell me no it's it's all about balance and understanding you know one another as well so
0: yeah because in true honesty that support is what helps us get through the day-to-day like we do need to recharge and take our own time Mm -hmm. but that community is so important to our growth as people and what we're able to continue to do so i'm glad that you have you know that community to say, okay, we can go out and kick it right now, but we also can separate ourselves and have our own time to relax and recharge. Most definitely, because I love a good time still. Yeah. I do. I love a good time. I love being out with my friends and
1: doing whatever we get into, but I also love my rest. Yeah. So when I have when I when I have that balance and I create that balance for myself, I can be my very best version of myself. Gotcha. So
0: yeah. Yeah, and speaking of best versions of ourselves, we created this space to continue to showcase all the best versions in mm-hmm. all parts and stages of who we are yeah. as the black queer community. So I wonder for you, what does that community look like and how has that continued to shape and inform what you continue to do in your work?
1: The It has really been beneficial as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. having of the gay friends and having people who support me just for who I am and and what I do has been just very beneficial, not only to my career, but to me as a person, Um, being able to share a space with other, what other people who are like me Mm -hmm. has been very just, just dope. I know that's something that when I was younger, I didn't really have that space. Um, A lot of us was in the closet or just trying to figure out who we were and, and, And so now that I'm older and I'm able to have that space and I'm able to lean on my friends, um, that has really created a a nice community for me, so. uh,
0: What are some positive aspects of that community that you kind of seen show up continuously in your life? um, Love, open
1: communication, support. Mm. Mm. um, These are amazing. Trustworthiness, being able to lean on my friends when times are hard. Um, that has been very beneficial to me in, in these last three to four years, uh, letting them, I go back to being able to be vulnerable with my friends. Um, one time I just felt like I had to keep everything again, yeah. but now I know I can, I can lean on my friends. These, this is what friends are for. A lot of my friends are like chosen family at this point. You guys are my family. And if, if it feels good to have those people in your life. So, um, just that, that dependency and that, that trustworthiness that I have with them. Has been very beneficial to me
0: yeah and it makes a huge difference in how we continue to show up mm-hmm. you know in the world in different spaces continue, continue yeah. to have conversation with people these interactions these engagements these relationships they yeah. all inform you know who we are and what we're constantly doing as people are growing learning developing well, raising definitely. you know other young people and leaning into our village and our community yeah. it makes a huge difference in that development piece yeah.
1: one of the things that's important to me is I want to be the person that I wish I had when I was younger.
0: And who is that person?
1: Now, mm-hmm. that person is me. Like mm. I I I am my biggest like cheerleader, I'm my biggest mentor. Gotta be. I have to. And it's but it's dope. But now I have little nephews, I have little cousins, and they look up to me. They're like, "Uncle Reggie, I want to be like you." And I was just like, man, that's that's dope. That's dope <laughs> yeah. to hear. That's dope to hear. And it feels and it feels good, and, cause I'm 100% all, my authentic self. Mm-hmm. So it feels good to know like somebody wants to follow in my footsteps or whatever the case may be. From me just being me. So
0: so yeah yeah and from knowing you as long as i've known you reggie i do receive that genuineness from you and i see you know why the younger folks want to look up to you because you do embody a positive person who continues to you know show up for the people that you care about but also are very adamant and you know respecting your own time and i think that that is so valuable that a lot of people don't have right now is that they don't really know how to separate the two and i think that you know the practice of learning how to do that continuously it's huge and important. hundred percent. So thinking about the younger folks and what you wish you would have had when you were younger, mm-hmm. what is something that when you experienced it, it could be recently, it could be when you were younger. What is something that you went through or experienced that seemed very difficult during those times, but now looking back on it, it taught you an amazing lesson?
1: This might be taken a little bit <laughs> the wrong way. Nope. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. And a brave, I appreciate it. In a brave that. space. I appreciate so, that. Speak
0: your truth. Um.
1: But Kanye Kanye West said it. Um, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Um, as a child, I got bullied a lot. I was kind of. I was more in my feminine ways. I was. Um, I, I wasn't I was just that I was just to me I was a normal kid but I got bullied a lot because I was I was also different from from the other guys Same. I used to hang out with me too so in my adult life sometimes I look back I'm like I'm not no punk no more yeah, um, yeah I have can't a voice. Play okay you can't you can't at all um, I have a voice I know how yeah. to stand up for myself And I want to say it was because of those situations that I went through in my childhood Mm -hmm. where I realized, like, yo, you can't let nobody talk to you disrespectfully. You Mm -hmm. can't let nobody pick on you or whatever the case may be. Um, And I think I unfortunately I think I had to go through that in order to be who I am today, Mm -hmm. because I love the voice that I have for myself. I have a voice to stick up for myself. I have a voice to stick up for others. Um, I encourage my 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 little cousins when they see somebody getting bullied, you stand up for them. Yeah, stand up for them because that that to that, it. that matters. That matters. I remember this one kid. He stood up for me mm-hmm. in fifth grade, and I was like, man, like we weren't even friends. I'm yeah. just like, man, it felt it felt good, and I will never forget who he was. So, and what what impact he had on my life. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you are now a part of our community, a part of our village, a part of our family. So whenever you need that support, continuously feel free, you know, always to reach out to me, to our people, all of our supporters. If y'all watching, if y'all are listening to us, reach out to someone who, you know, may, you know, need some support or some love or some care or maybe just a talking point. Because really, that's what community is. It's just to have that, you know, level of communication. So I'm glad we were able to do that here and hopefully that this conversation does not just stay in this space. Of course it will, but hopefully the things that we've said and the encouragement that we have shared continues to transform the lives of many other people and that they hear us and that they see us and that they also see themselves in us. So thank you for for being here. Thank you. No problem. All right, you all, you already know we'll be back next week with more black queer folks being represented at the table. But for now, we will transition into open space, something new, an opportunity for us to let go, be free, and just live. So stick around for the vibes. So, today's game is called Let's Get Cozy. Okay. Where I'll ask you a series of questions and you just give me your best response, all right? I love a game. So, what is something in your closet that makes you feel the most cozy?
1: My blanket. Mm. I love a good blanket, especially when I'm cuddling on closet? the couch. Yeah, I do. I keep one on the couch and in the closet. So, Smart. yeah, I love a good blanket.
0: Okay. Yeah. Is that something that you your go-to?
1: That's my go-to. Right. That's my go-to. I
0: love a good blanket, too, because I'm always cold. <laughs> yeah, it's me, too. <laughs> What's something in your closet that makes you feel confident?
1: Hmm... my black jeans i love black jeans i don't know mm-hmm. what it is but i just love my black jeans That's my so go-to. yeah they make me feel confident so
0: okay yeah. is that when you feel like you're bad yeah you know a little baddie you mm-hmm. know yeah period gotta have your go-to <laughs> where do you feel the most comfortable
1: in my home mm-hmm. in my home that's where i feel the most comfortable that's where i feel like i can just literally just be myself so yeah
0: where do you feel the most confident
1: in my home in my home, mm, okay. and actually, I would I actually also say when I'm with my clients doing therapy, mm.
0: um, I feel. Do you work from home.
1: I sometimes, sometimes okay. I go in the <laughs> office, sometimes I, sometimes I work from home. Um, but yeah. So that's your space. That is my space. I love my I love my house. Yeah. But, uh, look. That's important to love your house. A lot <laughs> of people say can't say that it they is. love
0: their house, and when you love it, you just want exactly. to stay there all but the time. But I would also
1: say my balcony. I love just mm. sitting outside. I love being outside. Mm-hmm. So so yeah.
0: I love that. Who makes you feel the most cozy or comfortable?
1: Myself and God, mm, Amen. To Myself that. and God. Uh, my my faith has really gotten stronger over the years with God, and I'm happy with where I'm at with that. And so, then thirdly, would be my boyfriend. So okay. so yeah.
0: Yeah, that partner uh, support.
1: I have to shout him out or he's gonna get mad at me. You so yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> shout out to the man.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, you might have already answered this question.
0: Who makes you feel the most confident?
1: yeah that goes back to myself and god and yeah just that's what makes me feel confident sometimes just looking in my mirror looking in the mirror and be like yeah i'm that can i say i'm that <laughs> i'm 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 that <laughs> i'm that person yeah yeah i'm that person you gotta so. have those constant reminders yes. sometimes you gotta look in the mirror with yes.
0: affirmations for real reiterate yeah. them say i and am I actually a believe a baddie. it
1: baddie and actually believe it so yeah
0: That comes with practice.
1: It does, that definitely comes with practice. So you gotta just keep on saying it.
0: Yeah, you do, and telling other people so that they can repeat it. No,
1: for real. (laughs) Well,
0: that's all the questions that I had. Okay, awesome. So thank you for being here again. Thank you for playing this game with us. And I hope you remember a lot of these responses so that you can continue to show up in these spaces comfortable and confident. So thank you again, Reggie, for being here with me, for being as vulnerable as you have, showing up as your authentic self, And sharing some amazing things with not just me, but the people, because they needed to hear it. Yeah. So.
1: Thank you, Darius. I appreciate you, man. No
0: problem. We'll be back, of course, next week with more Black crib folks being represented at the table. But until then, peace out.